Hello, everybody. I've been basically, I forgot to put the microphone in front of my mouth there. Um, we're slightly late starting today, for about five minutes. Um, the internet crashed again, um, <laughs> which I wasn't too happy about because when that happens, I have to rebuild the online studio and put all of those different things in, and all of the work that I did pre for the previous hour is gone. So, yeah, that sucked. It sucked, but we're here again. We'll make it happen. Basically, just a like, bit of news on me. Um, we're moving again. We're moving away from this place um, for a bit. There's just so much work needs doing on it. It would be impossible to to run this. And also, we live deep in the countryside, and the internet, as you know, it's like on, it's off, it's this, it's that, and it's just not workable at the minute. So there's a few things that want fixing. So in about a month, I think it is, we're moving. So we'll we'll keep it going for that amount of time. If you could let us know, by the way, in the comments, obviously that you're here, but also that you can hear us all right, the picture's all right, because the internet is really weak today. We've got a lot of mist and fog around, and it's just like whenever that happens, it just seems to affect it. But no matter um that's that's where it is there it is um so we're fixing it and we're moving for a bit and then we'll come back here in march i think for my birthday so that'll be nice um as ever p-a-t-r-e-o-n that's patreon.com forward slash cow daily if you want to make a regular contribution to our work also link in the description for paypal if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work too that'll be appreciated if you're watching this anywhere other than YouTube, please please go to youtube.com forward slash cow daily. Trying to monetize the channel and the watch hours there really helps. So if you could go there and do that, that'd be fine. Also, just a thing that I think we're going to start doing, uh, we'll do the live at 12, um, but we'll also do um, a premiere on YouTube at five o'clock. Um, and as much as possible, I'm going to be in there having a chat and the comments and just trying to build that community over there as well for the people who can't make the 12 o'clock I'll be there at work or whatever reason. Um, I think that's probably a good idea um, just to include people who can't make it. In terms of um, Cow Weekly and Alice, uh, we'll be doing, Alice and I will be doing a show to explain like sort of the direction of travel, what's happening in her life and just generally what's going on with Cow Weekly. Um, we'll be doing that soon. Uh, uh, well, the date that we're going to put in, which we were going to do it last week, but stuff went on, and I'll just we'll save it because for when Alice and I do the show, the stuff was due to what was going on in my personal life, actually, um, as well as as other things. So, bit a bit cryptic, but now don't worry about it, Alice; she's fine. Um, and uh, like, we'll just it'll all become clear when we sit down and have a bloody chat on the on the live, and we'll talk about it all. So, didn't worry about it. Today, um, what I want to talk about is um, the left. I mean, some of you who follow on Facebook um, will see, and I wrote something this morning about my feelings about the left in the UK, at least. Um, and it's one of those things where it's, it's hard, it's hard to bring this stuff up because, like, just from a military cow perspective, I mean, we've been going since the nineties in events and whatever, but. Obviously, during the Corbyn era, I mean, in, I don't know if you could use the word benefited from it or whatever. I don't know if it was that. It was never about anything other than trying to get food and bellies, trying to get like people um, respected and and also just to remodel society a little bit. I mean, for us, we've never really 
bothered with the whole ballot box thing, but this seemed like there was a glimmer of hope. And so um, that was something that we got involved in. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I personally feel like I need to speak out on, on this because there's no solutions or answers from the left other than, you know, he said an F and rally there, but we're on four minutes 28. So I'll save the Fs and whatever for later. I did swear too much yesterday, though, but I was angry, though. If you haven't seen it, um, Matt Hancock um, will break down why all this I'm a celebrity get me out of here bullshit is just, it's morally reprehensible, a lot of it, really, isn't it? So if you haven't seen that, um, I see why am I, in case you missed it, get yourself on there, um, on the Cavadilla YouTube channel or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you're there, leave a nice review. That would be cool. Much like these, these nice people here. Lead Eye, incredible podcast, keeping up to date and on topic with current affairs. I must listen to learn and help understand the truth around UK politics and issues. Very informative and on trend for what needs discussion each week. Really appreciate um, you taking the time, all is to leave the comments like that. It helps we reach new people and help this grow because that's, I mean, I'm not saying we're like special or anything of that nature, but um, I'm not really seeing any. Um, truth because we need to talk about the truth about what the situation is we're being let down and that's a fact we're being let down by leaders or so-called leaders and that's a fact we're going into this winter and where are where's the opposition like from politically at least i'm not putting your trade unions mick lynch and etc in this they're kind of busy trying to win a good deal for their members it's not on them to start a political party that's the politicians. And for that to happen or, or for it to work within um, the time frame that we have, which has been overdue, then we're going to need the recognizable faces like Jeremy to actually step up. Now, I'm going to make a case for why. Also, I'm going to do a little bit on gaslighting and what that is, because people bandy that word around such a, a lot, and I just really don't think they understand it. And quite often, it's, I feel it's used to like shut down any kind of valid criticism. But anyway, let's take a comment before we move on. Um, here we go. Kelly Day. Hello, mate. Nice to see you. Picture's a bit pixelated, but sound is spot on. Sound. I, I've got like a warning on the internet. Honestly, if you could see all the mist and whatever outside this house at the minute, it's right, right up to the front door almost. Um, Mazzy's in. Um, sound is good, picture not so much. Hopefully it's going to improve as we go on. But if we've got the sound today, then happy days. Bob's saying, it's a good job there wasn't a beeper yesterday for the language, though I can really understand the anger and frustration. Yeah, I wasn't particularly proud of the amount that was used, but like I just feel, Bob, that like if we just sit on this and don't externalise, we're righteous anger, and sometimes it comes out that way, then I think we're going to um, wrong way to severe mental health problems. We really need to be um, good and authentic in what we do and say and feel, and that's without fear or favour. Has to be, doesn't it? It's like I, I just think we have to tell the truth. So, like that was what yesterday was about, my Hancock and the rest of it. Today, it's about Corbyn and the wider left. Um, we have to tell the truth because we want to get food and bellies. People need to be warm, and that's not happening. Certainly not from the government. It never was. It was never going to happen from the Labour Party. But I'm not including them as part of the fucking left. 
Um, love to Alice from Zoe, indeed. Um, and as long as Alice is good from Bob, she is. Didn't worry about her. Um, Jacqueline is saying, if we stay calm and don't swear, then people don't think we're as angry as we are. Exactly, mate. And um, I think that's what it's about. We should be angry. And I'm not even saying the anger. I think people are just a bit defeated after 2019. For me, um, it had the impact like it had. But I really feel at this point, and you're talking to somebody who um, has had some serious issues as a result of it all. Um, at this point, if we're still licking our wounds, it's self-indulgent. It's just like it was three years ago. What we're going to do? We're going to just sit here like crying the whole time. Um, people are, what I'm really worried about is people are going to die in the houses this winter and people will just look the other way. And that is just unacceptable. So um, if doing this today harms us, then it harms us. Fuck it. Because as I said, we built um, a wider name off the back of the whole Corbin era, didn't we? So, you know, the easiest thing in the world would be to sit up here every day just saying everything's fine because it's, <laughs> well, it would certainly help with Patreon and watch hours and all that other shit that we're trying to build. But we want to do it authentically. We don't want to be seen as like, oh, well, we're all for this or we're all for that. Because do you know what that does? It stops we're actually being able to criticize them. And do you know what the problem is there? Um, it would just be like the, yeah, Pippa Carreras and these and Rachel Keir's mouth and all these other journalists who um, won't say or criticise those people because they're, they're feared of losing their access. If I never interview Jeremy Corbyn after this, then so fucking what? I'd like to because I'd like to ask him all these things that we're talking about here. Um, so anyway, we'll move on a wee bit um, and we'll set the scene. So this is what I wrote earlier today. The sum total of the left's imagination in regards to the ballot box in the UK appears to be restore the whip to Corbyn or general election now. To what end? Neither of those things will meet the needs of everybody living in poverty. Ergo, the left is not fit for purpose in the UK. The field is wide open for a new electoral vehicle. It is like. With recognisable faces involved, but nothing has been forthcoming. At this rate, we'll be jamming dead people out of their houses by February who were scared to put the heating on and who couldn't afford to eat. That's not fucking hyperbole, by the way. And what's the organized left's response? Utterly shite. I give no fucks if people get pissed off with me for saying this. I kind of do, but like, you know, it, I'm just doing it anyway. Like, at the end of the day, if we don't speak out, then we're not going to do the things we're supposed to be doing. This is about the truth with a view to changing things positively based in that truth. The reality is the left in the UK is absolute dog shit and could do with growing a spine. Never ever use the word solidarity again until you live it. It's just words otherwise. And so are the rallies, all fart and no shit. And they are. Thanks for attending my TED talk. It's a special one today as it marks the day the left started hating on me as well as the right. I'm speaking no lies though, am I? Right, I am speaking no lies. Like, uh, I've been criticized on that thread, well, abused as well. But, so fuck. <laughs> Be specific. Criticize me specifically. If you're listening to this now, the live chat is there. Get in it and tell me why I'm wrong there. Provide evidence. And I'll debate you on it. Um, I might even, like, send you the link and you can pop into this, into this now. And we can go back and forth, no prep. Come and debate us about it. 
don't get us wrong. Much respect to Jeremy and all that. Thanks for everything you did. But that was then. This is now. What are you doing now other than run? Like, look, I wouldn't criticize him, right? Because he's done so much and he has. He's took so much shit. If, if he wasn't active, but he is every day on it, like he's on a picket line and all of these things are mad commendable. So you're still in public life. So you're there to be criticized. Fact. And where's, where, where is the tangible electoral vehicle? Because you are one of the only politicians with the face and the so-called brand recognition to get this going off to get this going off in the time that we've got, which has been and got, uh, not quite gone, but it's been. So, like, what's the game? Go and give Lula a back robe? Like, go and visit him in Brazil? What the fucking, like, he's got it covered in Brazil. You didn't need to go. Neither did Zara Sultana, right? Get back, well, back in the UK. What are you going to do? Because I guarantee you this, and we've said this so much, like, right? And I could name 10 other people that I know who would feel the same. If we had the profile and the ability to generate the resources, it would have been done. And what we would have been doing, first of all, is food programs, um, making going into communities, listening to people's needs and concerns, nothing to do with politics at that point, and feeding them. And how would we do that and resource that? You know as well as I do, if Jeremy starts a new party alongside other people, that I've got a recognizable face. 100K members in the first week? The website would definitely crash. There's such a groundswell for this. Um, but, like, people have, have said, oh, well, new parties have been started. It didn't work. I agree, because they don't have the fucking brand recognition that Jeremy's face does. Simple as that. For me, we don't want Jeremy to be the leader. That's not what the ask is. But he definitely, definitely should be there mentoring this ultra-talented like group of young people that came through off the back of the Corbyn movement. That's what his legacy needs to be. Nobody's asking him to put himself front and centre in the firing line no more. That would be unacceptable because that man has took so much. But it's un unacceptable to just be on some kind of fucking tour around picket lines and going to see Lula and all of this shit. Like, like, pick up a human rights award in Dublin all you want, but what is going on? What is the peace and justice thing? What's that for? That was set up, and at the time, people were like, oh, this is definitely going to transition into a new party, isn't it? Nah, well, what's happened? What's, what does it do? What does it do that gets food and bellies and heat in people's homes? I don't know. And I, I don't like sitting and doing this, right? But at the same time, where, where's, where's the poverty alleviation project? Like, what's, what's coming? Is it like, this is the problem that I've always had with like the, the organized left, we'll call it, right? Because, I mean, if Alice was always here now, she'd tell you as well, we always rejected them like back in the day because they're generally full of shit. And I'm not saying anything different right now because people are, need leadership. They need people to step up and be and, and be leaders, like and inspire hope more than ever, man. We all know this. I'm not saying anything that people don't know. But where is it, man? Like it, 
it's upsetting to, to do this, but what what else is there to do? Like, are we just going to sit here and like give all these people a back rub? Are we? Like, that's not what it, it's never been about a, a cult of personality and all this shit that our detractors say to us. I mean, it might be for some. It might be for some, but it's not for it's not for me. It never has been. The Corbyn thing was a possible vehicle to bring about some much-needed change, and it never went far enough for me because it never met the needs of everybody. But it was it was a start, and I think it could have helped. Um, and that's why I put my heart and soul into it. And I, that's why you know what I'm allowed to criticise because I give so much free time and effort to that whole thing. To the point where it um, hastened um, back issues because of uh, like a sitting in a stress position for pff, however long you want with a computer on my lap, phones in my hand, not looking after myself. That wasn't the whole thing. I mean, it was ultra marathons and other shit as well, but that, it all came after that. And um, it's just unacceptable. Like, it's unacceptable. And I feel disrespected. I thought it was like a movement isn't about a party or the specific vehicle. You pivot and you move and and you adapt to the times. And it seems to me like um, Corbyn's just got Labour Party brain rot. He's a Labour Party lifer and he's showing it. I mean, look, look at this, look at some of this shit here, right? So this Corbyn Ally is from the I paper, right? Corbyn ally Len McCluskey says a new left-wing party could form if Labour is no longer Labour. Hmm, that seems promising. The ex-Unite boss unleashes an attack on Sukhya Starmer and urges former party leader to stand as an independent if whip is not restored. If whip is not restored? Had on a minute. But anyway, it goes on. By the way, this was from October the 12th this year, 2022. Former union boss Len McCluskey has urged former Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn to run for Parliament as an independent if he remains suspended from the party. Right, I need to stop at that point. If he remains suspended from the party, is this about like millions of people living in poverty? Because we, we know that Labour Party is not going to um, like meet the needs of everybody. Or is it about Corbyn just getting back in the fucking party? Like, I mean, to what end? What's the point in him being in the party for millions of people living in poverty? What solution is that going to bring them the answer quite clearly is none none whatsoever so all of this restore the whip shit needs to get into the bin because it says to me it's about jeremy and it's not about millions of people living in poverty which i thought is what jeremy stood for so i'm confused at this point because it doesn't really square up with the reputation so anyway mr mccluskey who was the head of influent the influ influential unite union for a decade until his departure in 2021 unleashed a full-throated attack on sir keir starmer during an appearance on gb news <laughs> i'm not going to comment on that but gb news man so anyway um this is a quote from Len. I believe in the next five years, politics is going to be extremely fluid. Whether this is the creation of a new part, political party because Labour is no longer Labour, I don't know. I'm going to watch with interest as that develops. And I mean, you within your rights to Len. I think you're retired now. You're on some book tour, whatever. Fair play to you, pal. You know, you've done things. But, you know, what has it achieved, really? Here we are, still. I mean, there's a lot to criticise, but it would take off course from this. So anyway, going on, this is from The Guardian, Monday the 14th of November, 2022, not so long ago, 
Jeremy Corbyn will never stand for Labour again, say senior figures. These senior figures, um, Luke Akers, et cetera, they never put their name to it, do they? Funny that. Exclusive. Reinstating whip to former leader would be toxic to parties' chances of winning general election, says Paper Creera and others from the Google perspective. Jeremy Corbyn will never be permitted to stand as a Labour MP at an election again, senior Labour figures, Luke Akers has said. Senior Labour figures, once again. But it couldn't be clearer, could it? This was about a week ago, right? So he's never going to be permitted to stand as a Labour MP at an election again. It goes on. However, The Guardian understands that even if Corbyn does apologise unequivocally, unambiguously and without reservation, the leadership would be reluctant to let him return. It's never been about apology, ever, has it? It's about fucking marginalising the left and this whole fucking thing of killing the king sort of thing. Just having it so nobody will ever, ever get any ideas about doing anything like this again. So it's it's not about, um, oh, well, the, the election and that's it. It's about destroying him. So the way I look at it is this, right? If they're going to destroy Jeremy anyway, right, we might as well step up and be wrapped around loads of people like us who will back him. Because we'll stand right next to him doing this. Like, so many people I could name off the top of my head would as well. But what it needs is people to step up. So anyway, it goes on in The Guardian. One senior, senior Labour figure said, Jeremy Corbyn is never getting back in. He would be toxic to our chances of winning back some of the seats we need to win back. It means that if Corbyn wants to remain an MP, he will have to stand as an independentism of the North Sea. Say the Guardian. Say the Guardian. There's another option, and that's a new party. Why do you think that these media ghouls, right, whenever they won't talk about a new party, but if they do, it's always like, <laughs> that'll never work. Da -da -da. I'm going to do a bit on Owen Jones as well soon. Like, he is a fucking disgrace, right? But we'll save that for another day. So that's how I think about it. Um, and I'm clearly not happy about the situation. And I've, out of respect to Jeremy, being really rather measured because he deserves that. But he fucking north needs to pull his head out of his arse here. People are like, we're going to be gemming old grannies out of their homes in February and March, like en masse, if nothing's done. Like, what do people need? The Labour Party senior fucking gobshites have said, oh, he's not getting back in. They'll find another way and another way and another way to bully him, right? So what the fuck is this? It's Stockholm Syndrome, Labour Lifer Syndrome, call it what you will. Like, what about this, man? Where were all these people in the Labour Party that, like, should have stood alongside Jeremy when he was being treated in the way he was? Fucking nowhere. So why are you trying to brown nose these people or just be around them? They're fucking treating you like an outcast, mate. Should have some self-respect. Anyway, we'll see what the comments are saying. Right, we'll just scroll back a little bit. There's been quite a few. Right, let's go back. Uh, Ross Thompson. Hello, Ross. Um, check out Ross's show on Coast FM, um, Southeast Northumberland's finest radio station. Um, check it out, Coast FM. Um, Ross, let me know how to listen to it in the comments if you want me, and I'll stick it up on the page. Ross is saying, I'm very disappointed that true Corbyn supporters in Labour haven't left the party and helped set up a proper people's party. Laura Pidcock is a true legend. I agree. She's got principles, and she's resigned from the party as well. 
And I've got nothing but respect for that lass. But I really wish she would step up and start a new party. And if you're watching, Laura, get in touch. We are right there, man. Like, and I know for an absolute ultra fact that we could like speak to other people and they would be too. So if it's just going to be you, Laura, and others that we could all pull in between, let's do it today. Do it today. Ring me. I will sit and do the paperwork for a new party with you today. Ring me. Seriously. So um, what else do we have? Right. Kelly Day. What do you think the reasons are, Jez or anyone else, for just not creating what millions of people are crying out for, a party worth supporting? Well, as I said, like just, just now, I think he's a Labour lifer. I think um, he's grown up, grown up in the Labour Party, really. Um, it's just like a, sometimes families are dysfunctional. I was going to say it's like a family, but it is like that to him. But I swear to God, the way a man has been treated by these people is absolute. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I mean, I, we've all experienced there where people have um, sold were out, let's say, and you don't go running back to those people. When people show you who they are, believe them, good or bad, and respond accordingly. Don't make up all these little excuses that we all do. I do myself like, oh, it's this, it's that, it's the third. At the end of the day, Jeremy's letting me down right now. It's just a fact, and I hate saying it, but I do, but it's just a fact, and I'm not getting up here every day and lying or playing the Corbyn back robe thing. We've had three years of that. It's done. The line's been drawn. Crack on or fuck off. Because we're going to have to do something, isn't it? Like, we can't let people die in the houses, man, because that's the reality of the situation. People scared to put their frigging heating on, man. Madness. People not knowing... Like, butter costing, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Madness. This is not okay. And if it wasn't going to happen now, when was it going to happen? This is a call out to everybody on the fucking left, man. What the fuck are you playing at, like? These rallies are not good enough. It's good for a bit of solidarity and, like, post-lockdown, like, getting everybody together. I think it works for that. But as somebody pointed out in the comments on the original thread from the post I put out this morning. What is it? What was that for? Like, like all these rallies that I've ever attended, really, it's like, oh, that was really uplifting and all that. And then, nothing. Where's the tangible things like a food program, a new party, like things people can rally around and get behind? Where is it? Now, there's something just to close this particular section of the show, right? Thought it was a, this is a tremendous like um, breakdown in a tweet of what I'm trying to say. This is Adam M. Grant on Twitter. Confirmation bias is twisting the facts to fit your beliefs. Critical thinking is bending your beliefs to fit the facts. Seeking the truth is not about validating the story in your head. It's about rigorously vetting and accepting the story that matches the reality in the world. I have had to bend to this based on the evidence. And as somebody pointed out this morning, the thanked us for writing what I wrote and nobody saying this because they were thinking it too. So who else out there is thinking this too? Like, at the end of the day, if we don't criticize Corbyn, then we are just exactly what the detractors say we are. And that is just worshipping some godhead, which has never been the reality that I've seen anyway. Maybe he's with the odd one, but like you always get melts, don't you? 
And he'd he'd be the last one to want anybody to worship him. I, I've heard. And listen, do, like I'll just say this right because I don't get two fucks anymore. Um, I have behind the scenes, whatever you want, reached out to these people. Like people that I know have went and had conversations, right? So I'm not doing this half cocked. All right. Sorry, sorry. There you go. I, I apologize for saying that, but like, fuck it. People in poverty, let's crack on and do something, man. I can't do this. I don't have the fucking profile. Like, we, as not the cow, don't have the profile. But I tell you what would be very useful at is what we do as part of that movement, because we were, and we continue to be in some respects. But I think we're most useful in being an honest broker and people who will say the truth. So if you come here every day, expect the truth. Like, and we'll evidence it. Simple as that. Anyway, a few more comments on this before um, we move on to the gaslighting bit. MS, I'd love to come on and debate this, but I really can't argue with anything you're saying. Fair one, mate. I mean, you come on and talk about it if you want, but um, it would just be an agreement thing, so you're quite right. But cheers for participating. John O.C., a lot of Corbyn supporters left and some of them formed new parties like Northern Independence Breakthrough and Left Unity. Um, you're right, they did. And I'm interested to see this sort of re like remodel or relaunch of the People's Alliance of the Left, but it's not getting any traction because of the brand recognition thing. And as much as I hate using those terms, it's bloody true. Nobody's got the brand recognition other than Jeremy. I wish he didn't because he's perfectly entitled to go off hanging out with Lula and doing all this other shit. But meanwhile, people living in poverty. I, I just I don't like the fact that this is the thing, but it's the thing, isn't it? So Carlos is saying, question, why are Momentum still in Labour? There's your vehicle right now. Rename if necessary. However, the numbers are there. The left within Labour and the unions need to stop deluding themselves with false hope about Labour eventually becoming some type of progressive movement and show some courage. I doubt very much they have it. Right, on momentum, um, I don't know if you saw this the other day, I'm, I'm guessing not, Carlos, because of your post there, but momentum, waste of time. There was a spokesperson on there being like quizzed about like all the stuff we're talking about here, and they basically as good as said on the, the news that they, if Jeremy doesn't, like, they're just talking about, oh, well, it's all about the whip, that's what Jeremy wants, restore the whip. That's literally what they're pushing, restore the whip. For what reason? Within the Labour Party, the ghouls who run it now have changed the rules to stop people like you and I getting on the NEC and forming a majority. I think it's one of the reasons Laura left. And um, also, it's virtually impossible to get any kind of like progressive leader as part of that party. The party is done, and people are just hanging around it like like they're smelling the shit off a dead corpse. Dead corpse? A corpse. A corpse is always dead, but you get me point. <laughs> That's just a fucking fact. Here we are again. Um, big up to the likes of the breakthrough, Northern Independence, all of that. But it's not working. It, it won't work in the time that we've got, sadly. But do I think it should still be done? I agree. It should still be done. But um, I just, you know, I, like, please tell me if I'm wrong. Get up in the comments and tell me I'm wrong and, and evidence it because this is a two-way thing every day. Like, it's why I do it live and not pre-recording, just put it out. Like, it's harder doing it live. Actually, it's more pressure. But, like, 
it's not this show is not this show without you participating and i want you to tell us if i'm wrong and and show evidence and i'll change my view like please do it but as it stands i don't think i'm wrong so what else do we need what else we got we'll see if we've got some more comments here um ah ross thompson uh, this is for coast fm 106.6 fm online or smart speakers wednesday 6 to 8 p.m uh, get involved he's one year own ross really good lad and you can obviously listen online as well so don't think if you're not in northumberland that you can't hear his dulcet turns like talking about dirks and ashton i'll mean nothing if you're not from the northeast b62 boom in the house what you're saying the idea is what's important not the person presenting it putting everything on one person is destined to failure i agree um up to a point but they, like, please explain to us, though, dude, like how we can um, build something in a few months um, because that's what we've got because people are going to die. So as much as I, I didn't want to be saying this stuff, it's a bloody fact. So please explain to us like, how we're going to help that, like how we're going to help those people in, in this amount of time. I honestly believe in a few months, um, if Corbyn sets something up, there'll be hundred thousands of members and plenty of resources and we get straight in the community feeding people because that's what needs to happen first up. Um, Kelly is saying, I love telling people they're wrong, but you're not so you're killing my own purpose in life. <laughs> nice one. Right, switching away from Corbyn, whatever. And like I say, um, if people want to get up and debate me about this, podcast at gmail.com. Gaslighting, little article came up. Um, this is how slow it's running today. Wow. Gaslighting is word of the year. Gaslighting has been named the word of the year by online dictionary Merriam-Webster, following a 1,740% increase in online searches. The word which means psychological manipulation that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts has been used to describe a form of coercive control in abusive relationships. Peter Sokolowski, Merriam-Webster editor-at-large, said it's a word that has risen so quickly in the English language, and especially in the last four years, that it came as a surprise. Well, if um, you're extremely online like myself, then it wouldn't be any surprise at all. I mean, so many people use that word, right? And you have not got Scooby-Doo what any of it means. Um, or that they're generally being psychologically manipulated. The there's two sides to it. There's a the political side, which we'll come on to, but there's also the side of like Facebook huns with the snake emojis going like, oh, you're gaslighting us, you're gaslighting us, you like, when they're just being like criticized. Like, there's so many people are using this shit in bad faith now that it's like actually delegitimizing the, the meaning of the word. Uh, and it seems to me that a lot of people who act in bad faith, it's like pulled out off the shelf um, when nobody's gaslighting them at all. Here's an example of gaslighting um, on the political sphere. Well, this is from the strikes perspective. This is Simon Thompson, the CEO of the Royal Mail. Big up pickers, actually, um, who you might, you might have saw last week. One of my friends who's a CWU rep and postie. He's coming back on this week um, for 10 minutes. Just let me know what's given an update from the picket line. So shouts to pickers. Simon Thompson um, to Team Royal Mail. Industrial action. He's... This is from the Daily Telegraph. Soldiers may miss out on Christmas gifts over strikes. Even that sentence, that headline, is gaslighting as fuck. All these false equivalencies that they're, they're 
I was going to say right wing press, but the press are wrapping around people who are literally trying to put food in their kids' bellies by getting um, a pay rise, which actually is like in and around inflation. Absolutely disgusting. But anyway, on we go. Soldiers may miss out on Christmas gifts over strikes. The Daily Telegraph strike action aimed by Royal Mail workers has led to fears that armed forces will not receive their presents and cards for Christmas. This is just like the kind of like false equivalence between our homeless veterans and like all this, like as they say, invaders. It's just a load. It's no surprise that this bad faith arsehole from the Royal Mail is doing this. I mean, what the actual fuck? Like, guess what? Some of us might miss out on certain things, but like, I don't care. Fuck Christmas, basically. And far, you know what present I want this year? Simon Thompson resign in disgrace, and every single postie and Royal Mail worker to have an above inflation pay rise because this shit won't go on. And I tell you, fucking it, what it is. If they lose. Look at what happened at the miners' strike and other disputes. If they, the establishment already have their tails up. So if the posties lose, we all lose. So let's fucking back them, man. Like we're doing everything we can to get behind them as well. And every other, the nurses, the RMT, all of that. You see a strike and it's been voted for, support them. Because they've, they've clearly thought about like the fact that they're scared to put their heating on. Imagine doing a shift as a postie in the freezing cold. And then being scared to put your heating on when you get in. Unacceptable. Here's another example of gaslighting from The Guardian. <laughs> this is absolutely laughable, man. These absolute dicks. Gabby Hins Hinsliff. Starmer's leading a slow march towards a softer Brexit. He just won't say it out loud. The Labour leader is shouting through a megaphone at leave voters, but dropping discreet, missable hints for Remainers. <laughs> This is a beautiful thing, and I'll tell you why it's a beautiful thing, because these dickheads, right, did absolutely everything they could to stop um, a government which would have met the needs of millions of people living in poverty, and they're coming home to roost now, because guess how we were lied to, um, well, not we, I mean, I, during the Labour leadership election, said quite clearly that Starmer would do this, um, <laughs> how people were lied to, because they were broken and, and upset, and just wanted to think that it was continuity Corbyn in a better suit. Um, and we all knew it wasn't, but <laughs> these dickheads were happy to uh, like just go, oh, yeah, he's just lying about his 10 pledges. Like the, this particular dickhead, Gabby Hinsliff, was like directly not bothered. But they're bothered now and they're trying to come up with these mental gymnastics like, oh, yeah, it's just discreet missable hints for Remainers. Shut up, man. I'm loving the fact that you're being rinsed by this lying bastard. Take some of your medicine because, like, you've projected enough for us. And here's a meme. Um, well, Keir Starmer made this pledge in the top left, and it's got number six from his pledges defend migrants' rights on the right, centrist. Yes, that's fine. Um, but basically, like, trying to explain a meme for audio people, why don't you not come and watch with as well? Because <laughs> honestly, I try to explain memes and it's brutal trying to do it. Memes are a visual aid. So anyway, it says at the bottom, so you agree broke, broke the pledge? No. So basically what it's saying, it's saying is, is like the centrists will believe anything that suits them and then just deny all reality. And that is not just a centrist thing, as we've seen. Let's be self-analytical and self-critical. The first part of the show was about Corbyn. How many people are speaking out and saying, how are you, Jeremy? Sort yourself out. Not very many, is it? 
So aren't we just modeling the same kind of behavior? So anyway, like this, I thought this clip was interesting. So I'm going to play it and um, talk about it afterwards. So check this out. Would be um, that we must learn now that the people who went to Eton can't run this country. Okay. They have, they've done it. They've tried to do it. And this little small group who all went to the same school in the same class, it doesn't work. So I feel we need some working class people, people that have lived a real life, people that are in touch with what's going on in reality to maybe come to the front now and, uh, you know, start to um, you know, getting, getting involved in how this country's run. Right, so that was um, Danny Dyer and a clip from Ragged Trousered Philanderer on Twitter. Some absolutely belter, like shitpost left accounts on Twitter, and they just give us hope. Um, Saul Staniforth's another one. Um, Johnny Mao, others like that. Just truth tellers, really. Um, the reason I put that clip up is like Danny Dyer's absolutely correct, but he's been made this kind of like joke figure because of how he speaks. Like he's a working class lad and he's not forgot his roots, has he? Maybe he would be a good MP. Why not? Why, why can't people who have working class accents get up there and disrupt this thing? Why can't we do it as a new party or some new vehicle? Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to Danny Dyer or his people or whatever and see if he'll come on and do an interview. Um, if anybody can help us with that and maybe could make that happen, milkthecowpodcast at gmail.com. I want to talk to interesting people like this about what's going on and what we could actually do practically because all talk without action, fuck all. Guess what? People like you and I will suffer and have been suffering and it's just unacceptable. So the left in the UK need to shit or get off the pot just get the fuck out of the way if you're not going to step up and do something. Because at this point, it's fucking drastically awful, isn't it? So it's is, um, uh, Thursday. Tomorrow will be a pre-record and we'll be back to, to normal and all that cool stuff. Much love, chaps. Um, thanks for your participation as ever. And um, yeah, it's not easy to talk about this stuff, but it's not wrong, is it? Anyway, see you later. Mm-hmm.